0: Hello, 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 people. It's the Shiny Happy People podcast. My name is Vinay and I'm your host. You're back again. I know what you're all expecting for our regular listeners. You're waiting for an Insights 10 and 10. Well, I've got some good news and bad news, depending on your perspective. We are putting a pause for the Insights 10 in 10 series of episodes. We have done seven different insights, 10 in 10, ranging from innovation a couple of weeks ago to topics like stakeholder management, networking, trust in leadership. We started with resilience all the way back in January. And uh, we've done seven episodes, uh, as I said. To be honest, didn't get a lot of feedback from all of you. Uh, I kept mentioning each time, if you are looking for any specific topics, let us know. Didn't get a lot of that. So we decided to put the um, Insights 10 in 10 on pause. And uh, maybe that's the bad news for some of you. But the good news is, never say never again. We're happy to restart the Insights 10 in 10 when you all write in and say this is a topic you would like some tips, best practices, and some guidance on. So Insights 10 in 10 may be back, but it's all in your hands, folks. So we'll continue to have our guest interviews every other week. Got a very exciting lineup of guests coming in from all over the world, talking about varied topics and sharing their life journeys and their tips as well. So continue to stay tuned to that. And we're going to sign off today's episode with a very quick catch up on some of the best lines from the Insights 10 in 10 series, picked by our own producer, Remuna. She's going to pick her favorite topics and favorite insights. She's going to share those. Here are the clips. Resilience is defined as the ability to withstand adversity and bounce back from these events. There's a great Japanese proverb which says, fall seven times, but stand up eight. Accept the struggle. Adversity is going to happen. As a professional, we may encounter a lot more adverse events, but let's not forget We encounter adverse events in our personal lives as well. So accept the struggle really means accept that adverse events are inevitable and it's all about how we overcome them. Plans do not always go the way you thought they would. Being flexible, agile, and adapting your strategies as you're getting through is very, very important. This is probably the most critical skill that many of us have encountered in the last year or so or during the time of the pandemic because we had no idea what the next week and the next month or the next quarter would look like. Branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. This is such an essential skill for any professional out there. Our careers Our growth is all dependent on our brand. It's a conscious and intentional effort. It's what I do, my actions, that creates my brand. Figure out who you are. What do you want to stand for? Know what, you know, any brand needs to stand for something. So start with figuring out what you want to stand for. Be genuine and authentic. There's a great um, quote by Oscar Wilde, where he said, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. Live your brand. Your personal brand is not just you. So remember, if you don't take an active step in building your brand, somebody else will build it for you. And that's pretty dangerous. (laughs) Relations have to be built on trust. And in business, without trust, there is no leadership. In fact, the very first job of a leader is to inspire trust. As Warren Bennis once said, trust is the lubrication that makes it possible for organizations to work. You can't really build trust if you yourself are not doing things that create trust. Leaders have to be role models for trust building. To get trust, give trust. You know, Lao Tzu once said, he who does not trust enough will not be trusted. There's a great book I want to recommend. It's called Trust and Betrayal in the Workplace by Dennis Rayner and Michelle Rayner. Both PhDs who have done some amazing research on trust. And in that book, uh, Dr. Michelle Rayner says, Trust is the bridge between the business need for results and the human need for connection. So that whole listening fully being present is that human need for connection. We don't necessarily need agreement all the time, but we need that human connection. Influencing skills, it is the ability of an individual to transform and shape the opinions, behaviors, and actions of others. It is such an essential skill today. In fact, people say that being able to influence others is one of the most extraordinary assets in the professional world. Now, influence is not manipulation. Influence is not persuasion. Influence is really about working with someone to solve an issue. The what is the issue. Be flexible to how that issue is resolved. My fourth and fifth tip come from one of my favorite books on influencing. Some of you may be familiar with somebody called T.E. Lawrence. If you're not, that's Lawrence of Arabia. And this is what T.E. Lawrence wrote over 100 years ago after hanging out during World War I with the Bedouin And there's two insights in leadership that he came up with. He said, lead your people to favorable decisions rather than demanding them. It is better to increase another's prestige at the expense of your own. This is a really, really cool thing. And it just was something from over 100 years ago. This is really about checking your ego at the door. You know, I love that it is better to increase and others' prestige at the expense of your own. And I will just add, as long as you get the the problem resolved or the issue done, does it matter whether you take credit for it or somebody else does. The other tip I have from T. Lawrence's book is something that just blows my mind away. When he said, when you do not have the support of the leader, then gain the support of the subordinates who will say good things about you to the leader, right? Think about it for a second. It is about managing the ecosystem and managing all the stakeholders that you need to convince when you're trying to influence people. It is actually a very, very significant insight into influencing. Innovation is the unrelenting drive to break the status quo and develop anew where few have dared to go. We can either choose to innovate ourselves or we get forced to innovate. And that's maybe one of the learnings from the pandemic that a lot of the organizations that hadn't transformed are now being forced to transform. You've got to create a safe space for innovation. Innovation is an outcome, but you want to create a safe space where people can ideate. You know, as Theodore Levitt once said, creativity is thinking of new things, innovation is doing new things. You've got to be able to promote and reward innovation, collaboration, and ideation. Once you start ideas and you start implementing them, it's what Alfred Nobel once said, if I have a thousand ideas and only one turns out to be good, I'm satisfied. I think this is a very important best practice. We've got to be able to celebrate success, of course, but also learn from setbacks. Innovative cultures, innovative organizations tend to hire people who challenge, who think differently. If you hire all the people who think the same, you're gonna have a challenge. Go innovate. Listening to the Shiny Happy People podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platforms. This podcast is sponsored by C2COD, your organizational development consulting partner, bringing people and strategy together. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook using the handle at C2COD, and get updates on our upcoming episodes. And before I say adieu on this next week, we've got a very exciting guest, uh, a lady who started her career in the corporate world and decided to make a big shift and go off into the area of sustainable products. Uh, Amazing journey, really enjoyed talking to her. So come on back next week. Stay tuned, folks.